boy, 3D United manager, Tommy Barrett. Tommy, we're three days out from the start of the Electricity League First Division season, travelled to Wexford in Ferry Carrick Park. The anticipation must be building uh, in your squad at the moment. Yeah, the lads are looking forward to it. Uh, you know, pre-season like it can be, you know, it's not, you know, it's great, grand for lads. You know, it's, it can be very good, and you know, there's a lot of good sessions and there's good friendlies and stuff. But you know, the boys just want to get to competitive football now. Yeah, you mentioned the pre-season campaign. Uh, you had a very good uh, pre-season campaign in terms of the opposition you faced. Uh, a good performance here actually against Waterford as well. But you do have certain players who maybe had were in and out during pre-season. Uh, what's the update, I suppose, on the injury concerns, in particular the likes of Sean Gearns and Dean George for this week? Uh, yeah, Dean is um, Dean is struggling. He might get a fitness test. He might be okay. Uh, Sean Gearns, we'll see how he goes. He's a bit of tendonitis in his ankle. Um, the other one since last week, Jack Lynch is struggling. Um, he's unlikely to make it, I'd say. Um, and you know, who's the other one? Mark Ludden, I think, has a bit of a knock as well. So um, you know, we 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 have a few we have a few that are borderline. Yeah, you've made changes obviously to the squad, which we can talk about. But you've also ha added uh, another person to your backroom team in terms of Brian O'Callaghan, a player you played with as well. Uh, what will Brian bring to you uh, in your backroom team this year? Yeah, look, Brian's a good coach. We you know we lost Mike, and Mike McCarthy's a really good coach, and he he was the he was doing a bit of um, uh, psychology as well with the lad sports psychology because he's a master's in that, and, and you know we Mike is the last in that regard and, and the coaching and. You know, he's big boots to fill, but Brian has come in, he's hit the ground running, um, and he's been fantastic with the lads so far. Um, you know, he's taken a lot of the sessions and a lot of the uh, exercises, and they've been very good. Um, you know, he's experienced from a player, um, helped in that way, in that regard. You know, he's going to have to win his A license now soon, but he knows what's, what players like and what players want, and he keeps it simple. So that's all I'm looking for, you know, and he's picked that up very quick. Um, and he's keeping he's keeping it enjoyable. So you know, um, you know the lads have been great. Mick has been great in that sense as well. And obviously, Dave, my assistant, is has been brilliant too. Yeah, you mentioned in other interviews earlier, Tommy, that you've suffered losses. Obviously, one of the big losses you suffered was Ty Groin, considering how well he played last year. He's gone on to Bohemians. Jack Brady comes back in. He was an understudy effectively to two goalkeepers in Shelburne. He'll be desperate now to, to play. You also have Inda Curran, who looks sharp and looks like he's desperate to give another go at League of Ireland level. You have Lee Devitt as well. You had a hungry squad last year. Was it important that you signed players who built on that mantra as well of, of the hunger to play? Yeah, I think it is. Um, you know, I didn't mention Jack and, and Lee earlier because I suppose I had them in the past, you know, so they're not brand new to me. But, you know, look, it's it's... It's good that you know that we got these lads in. It freshens things up, albeit you know we didn't want to lose the the lads that we lost. But it's an opportunity now for the likes of Lee, um, Enda, and Jack, you know, to come in. And obviously we got young Colin Conroy in as well, and, and Jack Gara. Um, I'm missing out on anyone. It's Conor Wynn. Um, so you know we were happy enough. And Joe Garman, obviously. Uh, so we're happy enough with the replacement. We're happy with the replacements we got. Um, albeit, you know, some of the lads, you know, it's hard to replace, as we say, that physicality and, you know, the likes of Clyde and, and um, Sean McSweeney, two left-sided, you know, technically good players and physically strong. And Anto Donald, like, Anto last year got five goals from, from, uh, from set play. I'm not sure many centre-backs in the league got that, you know, I'd say he was the highest scoring centre-back, so, you know, that's a loss as well, like. 
added as well, uh, Tommy will say, <coughs> as I said, you've added a lot of, um, we'll say, experience to the squad as well. You have Joe Gorman in there as well. But Wexford have also done that, as, as we've seen, particularly in their forward line. You know, they've added three new forwards. They have Conor Barry coming in there as well. I was speaking to people in Wexford. There is a lot of optimism there at the minute. We'll say Wexford finished bottom last year. Do you think that it is difficult, obviously, in the RSC League to jump up four and five positions, but do you think that they can do that with the squad they've built? That's a sign of players to do so anyway, certainly, you know, but it all depends how to play, how the group forms, how to get on. Um, you know, like at the end of the day, it's 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 always difficult to call. You don't know. There's there's very little between the teams and the and in the games. You can't see anyone hammer anyone. You know certainly not early anyway. But the full time teams you'd imagine you know have that advantage. Like for example, I think we go we play the three full time teams in a week in April. So that's going to be difficult for us as we said earlier. Um, you know and, and hopefully we can hang on in there. And you know I think Wexford will find that difficult to like with likes against them full time teams as well. But they certainly have um, increased their firepower um, and they should, I think, definitely um, finish above bottom. But then who finishes bottom? You know, so <laughs> it's hard to call. Um, two players of interest actually in the 3D squad that I had meant to ask you about was Joel Christrain and Conor Melody. Both have been have looked quite sharp. They've been involved in, in nearly every preseason game, as far as I'm aware anyway, Tommy. Um, Particularly, I suppose, with Melody, you, it'd be like a new signing to you, I suppose, and you'll really hope that he'll hit the ground running. And as well with Joel, who probably suffered a bit out of form last year, you'll be hoping for a big season for him too. Yeah, I think Melody, kind of Melody, you know, he was injured a lot last year, um, you know, and he he didn't get too much game time. I'm not sure about Joel being out of form. I thought he was really good for a lot of the season. Um, you know, he played nearly every week in a team that finished um, fourth in the league, so... Um, I think that's, you know, it wouldn't be my my assessment of him. I thought he played very well. Um, I thought he was unlucky with injury, um, you know. But when he played, particularly the mid part of the season when we won five or six games in a row at one stage or four or five anyway, he was certainly instrumental. And he got injured down a cove after that, and it did take him a time to get back. But when he did come back, you know, he got another couple of injuries and when he came on, I think he really made a real impact in the games that he came on, particularly in the last game up in UCD. I thought he was fantastic. The front three were really good that night. So I think it was more down to injuries than, um, than a loss of form. You know, um, if anything, you know, uh, Joel, you know, he's a, he's a great lad um, and I think the injuries affected him. I think, you know, that can affect confidence sometimes as well. And um, there was a couple of matches where you might say, oh, he, he wasn't right because he was coming back from injury. But I think that was only it. You know, it, I think in general he had a really good season, to be honest. Yeah, I know that you have said in previous interviews that you're going to be <coughs> going on the mantra that you set, which is going to be week by week. You're not going to set targets. I suppose you will accept that expectations among supporters may have risen from the fact that you reached the playoffs last season. Um, I, I know that it's going to be difficult to repeat that feat, but what would be your own assessment on where your squad is at in, in respect to a playoff push this year? Yeah, we're not focusing on it, Adrian, you're right. Um, you know, we're focusing on Wexford because, you know, I think if you start focusing on, yeah, sound good, if you start focusing on um, the, 
the playoffs, you know, you lose focus, essentially. You lose focus in the next game, so you can't focus on uh, the playoffs or, or winning an, a league if you're, if you're thinking like that because it's, anything can happen. Injuries can happen. You lose games, you draw games. You know, if you set those type of targets, it deflates and uh, the players, if they lose a game or two, and then they lack motivation. So for me, it's about being motivated for the next game, and that's all it is, even in extra training sessions sometimes.